Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, my friends. I know straight away you're like, Simon, why did it take you so long? To do these ups and downs, you're meant to do this at every single occasion of the day. And when you die, we will walk past your grave and go, man, it's the ups and downs guy. Not that I'm bitter about it. Actually, I'm not. I love being the ups and downs guy. But sometimes life goes life. Sometimes people fall into situations by mistake. <laughs> that was me. However, better late than never. But better never late. Let's take the finger of power and give the good bits an up. And the bad bits are down. The ring of honor Final Battle, which is a stupid name. It's like Final Fantasy. Wasn't the last Final Fantasy? No. Also, as you can see, because this is so late too, all of the What Culture editors are trying to get other videos done. <laughs> so I edited this one. That's right, it looks like a 12-year-old did it. Just as a quick aside, if you do intend to watch this show, make sure you check out the pre-show as well, because it is really, really good. But for all the reasons we just talked about, there isn't time to discuss it. The first match was Drillistico and Roosh taking on Blake Christian and A.R. Fox. And this was a super-duper flippy-dippy-doodah match that had a very weird finish. And before we do get there, I need to point out that at the start of this, Roosh threw Blake into Barry Barricade, whereas Drillistico threw A.R. Fox into Simba the Steel Step. Now, thankfully, Simba basically survived for most of the night. Some people did try to get him. But poor Barry was absolutely massacred on this evening, to the point, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And you'll be surprised to hear this meant the bad guys were able to take over, because any other normal human would be dead. But finally, Blake Christian was able to go, ta-da, and get his energy back. He made the hot tag to Fox. He just dove into everyone, because 2022 wrestling, when Christian got back in there, he did a dive as well. And that always makes me chuckle because it's like, wasn't you dead a minute ago? What happened to you? When all of a sudden he was like, wait a minute. If I go to the top rope and go round and round and round and round and hit Dristico, I may win. AKA a 450. Now he did do this and the referee went one, two, three. And it was a big success, but it also wasn't. Because for some reason, when the referee did smack three, Dristico's arm came off just beforehand and nobody mentioned it and nobody told us why this had happened. So while it was a really good wrestling encounter, it kind of left you with a face like this. I mean, maybe it was storyline and maybe it was just an error, but somebody should have said something. And of course, after the fact, Roosh and Drillistico beat everybody up and subsequently got suspended. This was super fun though, especially if you had just tuned into the pay-per-view and this was the first thing you did see. So it's getting it up. But again, that down left me so baffled. 
and I like being baffled. Life is hard enough. Down. The Ring of Honor Women's Championship was on the line after this, and honestly, Athena should get some kind of award now that we are at the end of 2022. Her character change has been brilliant. That new aggressive streak has just worked wonders, though, and given that Mercedes Martinez kind of just toyed around with her to start with, Athena was like, oh yeah? And just went and kicked the crap out of her. Because she smashed out a German suplex Bock Harbin as Mercedes stopped mucking around and was like, okay, fine. I want to come back with all the suplexes on my own. When they fought to the outside and Martinez kind of situated Athena on Barry Barricade and then hit a DDT onto the floor. So I told you, I am the agent or the lawyer for Barry Barricade now. I was in the corner going, um, did anybody tell him about this? No, they did not. Martinez thought this was enough, so she rolled her back in the ring and tried to apply that sleeper she loves to do. But Athena got out of this by looking at her hand going, oh, it's a hot dog. And she bit it. She carried this on as well by ripping the turnbuckle pad off and then just went, ha drop kick Mercedes into it and then hit the eclipse and she got the one, two, three. I thought, referee, shouldn't we have done something about this? But actually, I'm glad we did it because it did mean that Athena was the brand new Ring of Honor Women's Champion and you could try and build some of the promotion around her because she has gone down this new path. It's so damn good. Give it it now. And then Keith Lee was an idiot. Because yep. it was Shane Taylor and JD Griffey taking on Swerve in our glory after Keith Lee had needed a tag team partner. So Swerve Strickland to walk up was all like, hi, I'll do it. And Keith had accepted. And what happened at the end of this match? Strickland got unhappy about something and he walked off. And I was a bit like, I'm sorry, Keith. I can't feel sorry for you. Stevie Wonder saw this coming. With that said, and please don't do this story again, this was absolutely excellent. Everybody understood their role and everybody kicked ass. And when Keith Lee and Shane Taylor was in there, it was just big meaty men slapping man meat. Somehow we should do that feud for like the 372nd time because they've done it back in the day. They have some sort of chemistry. We should put it on a big stage. You want to talk about the real twist, though, which makes sense, because this was kind of like an angle match. And yeah, at one point, Keith accidentally smacked Swerve, even though when Strickland was doing this all the time, he was like, oh, I didn't mean to do it. And he was so annoyed, he just walked out. That's right. He walked out on his friend. What a horrible person he is. Keith then turned into Darth Vader and just went, no. He didn't do that, but it would be good if he had him done. And all of a sudden, there was another twist here, because even though Shane and Griffey should have taken advantage of this, they couldn't. And instead, they smashed together, when all of a sudden, Keith Lee realized, well, I could hit them with a big bang catastrophe and get the one, two, three, which he did. Meaning Keith Lee won the match kind of all by himself, which breaks our wrestling math scale. Usually two against one, you ain't got a chance. I love this, though, because Keith Lee was so over anyway, he just came across as a superhero. And that's how you treat KL. And what does that sound like? That's right, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If he comes across that way, that's how you accept him into our hearts. He's getting it out. More titles were then also on the line because we had Dalton Castle and the boys defending their trios titles against the Embassy. Once again, it was just a good old fun fashion wrestling match. Brian Cage was just hurling fools around with to begin with that made Dalton Castle so mad he was trying to get in the ring, but the referee wouldn't let him. till so he got the tag. He just hit all of these suplexes. I don't know what it is about Dalton Castle suplexes. For some reason, they look delicious. What? It was then Leona's turn as he just wrecked the boys as well by giving them a Samoa drop. 
And when Brent Boy, that is not his name, tried to stand up to all three of them, he actually got crushed. It was like he got put in a car compactor and came out as a cube, and then somebody came around and said, where the hell is my cube? I mean, I have no idea what he was thinking, and Castle was terrified by this point, so he tried to get back in the ring, but he had a boy thrown into him, so he went spilling to the outside. Which is when Leona and Khan picked up Brent, and they quite literally swung him into Brian Cage, who hit a powerbomb, he got the three count, and they became champions. And I was a bit like, well, if you want to make yourself look like a dominant force, it's probably how you should do it. So the embassy are no champions, and they'll probably make their home in a ring of honor. The big question is, what do you do with Dalton Castle? I have a sneaking suspicion in my tum-tum. He'd do well on AEW. We have to wait and see. Up. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, and Top Flight then fell out. And if that becomes a new feud, I'll be so happy, especially because at the end of it, Menard and Parker were in the ring. They were like, man, Ring of Honor is just filled with flippy dippy doodah superstars. And we all know that sucks. I tell you, I love these two so much. And I also love Wheeler Utah, Daniel Garcia, and the Ring of Honor pure title. They came together 
they smashed. The coolest part is how they use the whole pure rules stuff as well, because Daniel Garcia's whole plan was, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make that old Wheeler Utah use all his three ring breaks in the early going. Then I shall have the higher ground, Anakin and there ain't nothing you can do about it. This also came after both guys had used closed fists to begin with, and you're not allowed to do that, so there was controversy here, and it was just trying to wind Wills up, and for a little while it worked. Men Utah had to start fighting from underneath, and he absolutely did that when he came back with this brainbuster German suplex angle slam combo, and then when they were fighting on the ring apron, at one point he just kind of jumped over Daniel Garcia's head, and I thought about this, I do believe that's the hardest part of the race. Utah was also against the clock here, because of course the Pure Rules matches do have a time limit. So just when he hit this pile driver and he wasn't able to get the one, two, three, he took his fist, he just started smashing it into Daniel Garcia. It was a bit like this. Ah, you damn care bear! And because if somebody does that to you too hard, because they think you have gold in your brain, eventually your whole body will switch off, which is what happened to Garcia here. So the ref was like, you've done it. You're the new champion. So all of that does make sense, and much like Athena, he could absolutely be a cornerstone of the promotion because he gets better. Every single time I see him, as does Daniel Garcia, these two have such good chemistry together, it is getting up. Which is when we got to the Briscoes versus FTR in the double dog collar match. And I think we just have to say it. Fuck me. There is nothing I can do here because it's pointless. I can stand here like a bald a-hole and go, then they did this move, and then they did that move. You don't get the passion, you don't get the intensity, and you certainly don't get the liters of blood loss. And in fact, if you're not into red stuff wrestling, that is the only reason you shouldn't check this out today. Because not only is it the best one of the three matches they have had, but it's probably one of, if not the best match of 2022. And look at my face, I am not joking. The whole point is that they kept smacking each other with the chain and also inventing new ways in order to do it. So not only did we see moves like the heart attack, but at one point, Dax Harwood took it, he wrapped around it above his head, and then he tried to dive into people. Now, the chain kept falling off because that's how gravity works, but it still looked absolutely devastating. I mean, it was like a chain torpedo. We then had this bit later on where people were being yanked off the top rope with the chain and falling into piles of chairs. And you just become Jim Ross when you say this. It's like, oh, who's teaching these people to fall into chairs? And it's true. There is no way to learn how to fall into some steel that is on the floor. I mean, all the fans just stood up at one point because they couldn't believe what they were seeing and they just wanted to be engaged as soon as possible. And by the time Jay Briscoe had hit a Jay Driller into the damn chain and Dax Harwood had got out of two, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to get even worse. By the end, it actually looked like they were transforming into tomatoes, which is a ridiculous thing to say, but there was just so much blood, it was unbelievable. And even when they were just trading blows, you genuinely thought they hated each other. This is an all-time performance. Given the sheer damage that was done as well, eventually Jay decided, well, why don't I get this chain and wrap it around Dax's neck? Because as we've talked about here before on Ups and Downs, if you can't breathe, your body doesn't like it, and it sure as shib doesn't care about a wrestling match. Chas Wheeler knew this too, so he tried to make his save, but of course he was attached to Mark Briscoe, who was like, no, and started to pull him back. And even though Dax was desperately trying to get out of this, Eventually he faded, he faded, he faded. The referee had no choice but to call it. The Briscoes are your brand new ROH Tag Team Champions. But honestly, this, I've not done it justice. I've gone through it way too fast. But what can I do? Absolutely nothing. This was in the stratosphere to the point it doesn't just get an up. It gets a golden up. I'm going to watch it again. And then poor Samoa Joe and Juice Robinson 
have to have a match for the ROH TV title. But seriously, this could have been Godzilla versus King Kong, and King Kong would have gone back into that locker room going, man, can't believe the fans went into my match, it's not fair. And I'm like, you know what, Double K, it's not fair. But nobody would have been able to do this that Briscoe's FTR match just had too much heat. Even still though, they are such good wrestlers, they were able to get some of the fans back into it, and they had a really good damn match. Deuce was certainly struggling at first because Joe was being Joe and doing things like catching him midair and then applying the Kikina clutch. But when they spilled to the outside, you know what this Robinson did? He took Samoa and he threw him into Barry Barricade. I was like, that is at least three times on this evening. Somebody is going to get it. Tony Depp was also highlighted a lot during this. You have to figure he's going to be next in line to challenge for this championship. And the way Juice Robinson decided to try and keep Samoa Joe down was to go after his joints and was to go after his limbs. This worked for about five minutes until you just pissed Joe off. Because after he had worked his way back to his feet, he instantly went for the muscle buster because that's what he does. But this is when Robinson turned it into the most devastating movie in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And I tell you, as near falls go, that was pretty good. The referee went two. Joe kicked out the last second. I went, ah. It didn't really work, though, because Joe just got up, recovered, and hit the muscle buster, and he got the one, two, three. I do think that's probably the right thing to do. But let's make sure we use Juice Robinson in the correct way. He is a very good professional wrestler. He just needs the platform to shine. Also, fair play to these guys for going in this spot and doing all that they could. Give me it up. Which brought us to our main event for the Ring Honor World title, Claudio Castagnoli versus Chris Jericho. They're just never going to have a bad match. Claudio was hilarious because he instantly grabbed Jericho and started throwing him around the place, including taking him to the outside, I'm not kidding here, and hurling him into Barry Barricade. You should have seen my face. I was having some kind of fit on the floor. I was just so damn livid. Will somebody please think of Bazza? Castagnoli also chucked Chris off the top rope, which looked gnarly for some reason. The best part is anytime Jericho would do anything when the fans were able to count to 10, when they got to eight, instead of saying the number, they would just go, oh, Joe. I was just laughing my ass off because I was like, Jericho's done it again. He's got a new thing. He was also hitting Hurricane Rana's like he's not a 50-year-old man, although when he went for his springboard, Claudio uppercutted him so hard, there is no way Jericho would have ever made it to M. Bison because he never would have got past again. Claudio also took a suplex to the floor as they got back in the ring and just hit each other with double clotheslines. This is when it really went off. There was a tremendous reversal when Castagnoli went for the big swing. But somehow Jericho was able to turn that into the walls of Jericho. And it looked so good, all of a sudden the fans came alive. This must have been the sign for Matt Menard and Angelo Parker as well. Because they came to the ring. They distracted the referee. They threw in Floyd the baseball bat. Jericho got this. He instantly twat Claudio. And of course, Castagnoli kicked out at two. But once again, it was just a terrific near fall. It also led to our finish as Claudio got the big swing. What a damn creative idea this was. Because the cis Superman just went nutty here. He went one swing, two swing, three swings, four swing, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty, and he got up to about twenty-six rotations. When if you looked at Chris Jericho, it was like, wait a minute, something goes on there. I think he's doing something. On closer inspection, you realise they were loafers. No, wait, that is something else. But it was Chris Jericho tapping out and submitting because he couldn't handle this anymore. I was just like, that is so damn good. Because you would be like that. I want somebody to grab my boots and just go for 10 minutes. Nothing else, eventually I'm going to get bored. Also, I don't think I've ever seen that before, which is so important when it comes to professional wrestling. And it meant the final battle ended with Claudio Castagnoli celebrating with his championship as people jumped around him. 
once again. I'm sure he's going to be on the TV show too. Give it a nap. We, of course, now have to see what's going to happen with Ring of Honor because it is going back to Honor Club. Fingers crossed it does do well. Because no matter what you think about it or all the wrestling that is on television at this moment, this was such a fun show and reminded you why wrestling is so damn good. Giving it a nap. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, hey, it's Kip Bodner, CMO of HubSpot. Join me and my co-host, Kieran Flanagan, CMO over at Zapier. On Marketing Against the Grain, we're not the typical regurgitated Twitter threads. These are takes from us, marketing leaders about what we're doing and what we're learning from our peers and what's working in the market and how you can apply them to your business. Everything you need to grow a modern business and have a strategy that is fit for growth in today's changing economy. Listen to our podcast, Marketing Against the Grain, wherever you get your podcasts.